This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. It's time to spend a few quality moments with Professor Dion Foster out there in Stellenbosch University, Head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, also the Director of the Bayes Nord Center for Public Theology. And he didn't have to wear a helmet today. I'm sure he went in his car. Good morning, Dion. Yes, yes, Brad. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's, like, it's like sitting in a couch on wheels, you know? <laughs> nothing, nothing is wet, nothing is windblown. Wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's not fun to ride. I've, I've ridden rode motorcycles for many years and that rain suit you have to put on. And then I found the way that I was sitting and the way the sleeves work. Whenever I got to my destination, there was a big bag of water where my elbows are. And I used to hate <laughs> no. that. Yes, absolutely. And I, often what I do is I misjudge it. I look at the weather and think, okay, I'll make it home without the rain suit. And about halfway through, you have to huddle under a tree. You're already <laughs> damp and wet and put, you know, this plastic thing over. But uh, lovely to be to be having this rain. And mm. uh, I was just thinking about it again, you know, a few years ago, how we were so desperate with, with the drought and uh, how faithful the Lord is in caring for us. And, of course, we should be praying for our neighbors and friends along the coast who, yes. who are, are flooding, but uh, so grateful for, for God's provision and care. Brad, now mm. listen, today I want to talk about uh, something difficult. I wonder if you and I can have a little meeting, please. I think it's. I think it might be a good idea. Let's just get it out <laughs> in the open. <laughs> so, as you mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm the head of a, a little department here at the university, and uh, of course, I I also have, like many of us, other responsibilities of leadership. You know, in the community, uh, certain responsibilities at home, mm. responsibilities in the broader family. And one of the things that I've realized, I mean, this is just part of what it means to be an adult human being, is that at times we will have to deal with difficult issues. Sometimes we're going to have to engage in uh, what, I don't really like the word, but, uh, but we're going to have to engage in, in some form of confrontation. There may mm. be times where we have to pick up the phone and say to someone, listen, can you, can you come and see me when you've got a chance, or could we... Could we have a chance to talk? Remember those words when someone says to you, we need to talk. Oh, no. It's bad, it's bad enough when your wife says it or your husband says it. There's another thing when, a, when someone else says it, particularly someone you might not know too well. Yes, or your boss. Or oy, oy, oy. Now, Brad, if you think about that, think about that for a moment. Um, you know, there's a sense in which confrontation can be either, it can be either healthy or harmful. And whether mm. that's in your marriage, in your working relationships with your neighbors, um, we, we can either escalate things and, and make them worse, or we can have constructive engagement. And I was thinking a lot around around Jesus. You know, Jesus wasn't afraid of, of, of speaking the truth. Yeah. Um, and um, there was a sense in which when I was reading the Gospels uh, this week, particularly Matthew's Gospel, when you see Jesus encountering people, you know, difficult encounters, uh, a woman who's caught in adultery and the men want to stone her, and Jesus says, you know, Where's the man who, who was in this adulterous relationship with her? He uses a, a sort of gentle phrase, let mm. him who is without sin cast the first stone. We, we can see that Jesus understands that the purpose of, of confrontation is redemptive. The mm. intention with which we have difficult conversations with people is not to shame them. It's, it's not to, to take revenge. Oh, my goodness, as nice as, as that feels sometimes, you say to yourself, wow, if I could only put that person in her place. Or mm. this place. 
Uh, but Jesus never has that kind of attitude. In fact, yeah. what Jesus says is he says, you know, let's, let's find a way to, to redeem this person, to win them back uh, in, in the situation, not to lose them, but to win them back for the sake of Christ. And I was thinking about it, you know, the one condition that makes that possible is the condition of love. When you look upon everyone as if they are a sister or a brother, and I'm not speaking about the sort of nebulous terms we use in church, hey, brother, or hey, mm. sister. I'm talking about, about a person who, who shares your flesh and blood, yeah. someone for whom you would give your last cent, for whom you would go without a meal so that they can eat. When we treat every single person in that way, we suddenly find that our lives are, are very different. And even conflict can take on a very, very different form when we treat it in that way. Mm. So I was thinking about, about my relationships and, and saying, you know, I think there's a sense in which God expects us to use even those difficult situations as a, a form of witness. Now, for our listeners who are listening today, some of you may be facing some challenges. Maybe there's someone who you work with yeah. or someone who you live amongst or someone who you know with whom you have to have some loving words. Now, think about this. Why do we do these things? Number one, as we've said, it's because we want to redeem the person or redeem the situation. Often when I'm counseling young couples for marriage, mm-hmm. I ask them the question, do you ever fight? And, you know, they naively think, oh, we can't tell the Duomini the truth. And they <laughs> say, no, we never fight. Yeah. Then I say, okay, there's something wrong in your marriage. You nice. know? Because conflict is healthy. I mm. mean, we, we have conflict because it helps us to overcome a hurdle. It gives us the energy to, to be able to resolve something so that we can move forward. So I want to share with our listeners just, just two verses today, um, and both of them come from Ephesians chapter 4. The first one is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15. Listen to this, Brad. It says, instead, speak the truth in love wow. and grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is Christ. Hmm. So there's a sense in which I, what I hear Paul saying there to the church in Ephesus is, Maturity means that we'll face conflict with honesty, but we will always do it in love. And then verse 26, listen to this. I've actually got this one highlighted in a few different colors in my Bible. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26, In your anger, do not sin. But also, do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Dion, don't you think there's just as much danger as inappropriately confronting somebody and then there's also this, I don't like confrontation, so I'm not going to do anything about it. But then it sits and bubbles. And every time you see their face or you hear their voice, then a little bit of resentment grows. And you can feel this, this physical thing happening inside your body. But you're like, I don't know how to deal with this. I don't want to deal with it. They must deal with it. I'm not going to deal with it. And then you never deal with it. And that feels to me even worse than, than, uh, than dealing with it badly. So, Brad, that's absolutely true. I mean, my experience has been when I, when I find I can't deal with, with someone who is uh, uh, doing something, you know, either because they have authority over me or because I'm afraid that they may be offended, uh, then very often I become bitter, hey? Your yes. bitterness grows within you. It plants a root and it grows. And we should be praying and saying, Lord, would you give me the right time? I've had to do it once or twice with the senior people, you know, a, a boss, mm. uh, someone who has authority over me. And really, I didn't like the way they spoke to me or they spoke to someone else. And I've had to say, Lord, would you give me wisdom? Yes. And I never confront them in public. Don't embarrass them. Don't put them in a position where they feel that they have to be publicly defensive. 
rather say, Lord, would you give me the opportunity just in a quiet way when we're not in a sort of heightened emotional situation, just to be able to say, hey, could I have a quick chat with you? You know, this happened and it made me feel uncomfortable and and I don't want to feel uncomfortable around you. Mm. So so just to say, it is important that we deal with with problems. The, The willingness to deal with problems is a sign of maturity and it is a sign of love. I'm willing to speak to my wife about things that bother me because I want to stay married to her. How does that sound? <laughs> and uh, I love what you've said, not publicly. This is not about embarrassing. And, and sometimes when those public things happen, when we can't control our emotions, we end up embarrassing ourselves as well. And those are difficult moments to ever claw ourselves uh, uh, back from. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. So, Brad, maybe we can just say to our listeners today, uh, this I think is something that every Christian struggles with. But remember, the way in which we deal with conflict, the way in which we deal with confrontation, can be a witness of the love of Christ that lives within us. Thank you so much, Dion. Love time with you on a Thursday. Thanks so much for this. And maybe we've spoken right into somebody's life where they've just said, I've just got to speak, but I'm, I'm not brave. I don't know what to say. We can ask God and He can guide us and give us the words and the way to say it. Amen. Amen. Dion, have a beautiful day. Thanks for spending time with us. Thanks, my friend. God bless you. Bye-bye then. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.